0: I'm wondering if you've ever heard it said that there's a difference between the God of the Old Testament and the God of the New Testament, as if the Almighty had a personality change or a conversion or a come to Jesus moment when Jesus showed up. I've heard people say the God of the Hebrew scriptures is about judgment and wrath and the God of the New Testament is about mercy and kindness. One's all about rules, one's all about love. I take these observations when I hear them seriously, and I can see how, depending on what parts of the Bible people read, they can come to that conclusion, but I push back. Mostly I push back because of the, th- the damage that such thinking can do to Jewish-Christian relations. But the fact is, I see plenty of grace and mercy in the first 39 books of the Bible, and I see a fair amount of judgment in the 27 books that make up the New Testament. John's gospel begins by telling us that Jesus showed up full of grace and truth. Both are necessary. Both are present. And while grace abounds, while grace is totally amazing, truth can shine an amazing light on our darkness, which is one way of describing judgment. So in today's gospel, I was quite interested that Jesus speaks of a commandment that he gives, as we often associate the idea of commandments with rules and regs prescribed in a book, O Say Like Leviticus. What kind of commandment does Jesus give? Isn't he just about love and acceptance and come as you are? Today's reading has Jesus talking his disciples. It's the night before he died. It's a piece of an extended farewell address. We've been reading it for weeks. It's chapters 13 to 18 of John's Gospel, more to come. I see it as a kind of summation of what the disciples are going to need to know when Jesus leaves them. And we heard tonight from chapter 14, our reading references the commandment Jesus gave to his disciples earlier that evening. And it appears in chapter 13, and he was quite explicit about what that commandment was. He said, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you. An echo of what we found in other gospels where Jesus is asked to name the most important commandment, and he responds, (laughs) he sounds a little bit like Michael Curry. He says it's all about love, love of God and love of neighbor. It's simple, but not easy. It's one thing, but it's two. And as we read such, we can also remember that in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said that he came to fulfill the law, not abolish it. After all, what are the Ten Commandments but a set of guidelines for how we live in loving relationship with God and neighbor? So to me, what Jesus is saying is that our life with God is a matter of the heart. It's always been that way. It's all about relationship with God and each other, something found in all the books of the Bible. The question that pops up for me Uh, is can love be commanded? Sure, it's a many-splendored thing, but isn't it something that just happens that we fall into? Is it something that we, uh, in our own willfulness, decide a choice, something we choose to feel or do? Can we love on demand? I'm struck that in the confession of our faith in our prayer book, we note that we need help with this. We admit that we have not loved God with whole heart, soul and mind, and we have not loved neighbor as self. There's not a day in my life that that is not true. (laughs) That opportunity to love God and neighbor is definitely a growth opportunity, and maybe none of us will ever fully realize it this side of heaven. So we admit that we fall short. I love, I love the wisdom of 16th century St. Teresa of Avila on the subject. She said in a prayer, which may have been her confession, she prayed, oh God, I do not love you. I do not want to love you, but I want to want to love you. It turns out, uh, it turns out that even our ability to love God and to love, neighbor as self, comes as gift, as grace. Not something we can muster or manufacture or worse, brag about. We need help, which is where Jesus comes in. We have the gift of Jesus' presence, who models for us what love looks like when he gave this new commandment to his disciples. He gave them a case study, an example when he took on the form of a servant and washed their dirty feet. A few days after that, when he walked the way of the cross and stretched out arms of love on that hardwood to draw us into his saving embrace, he showed us what love looks like. But he did more than that. He didn't simply show us in his living Easter presence, which we celebrate in this season, he comes to us. He does not leave us orphaned. He gives the gift of his spirit, giving us the power to love and to overcome those things that draw us from the love of God and each other. And so what we do is pray for that power to come among us, even if the only prayer we can muster is simply saying, oh God, I want to want to love you. And we come to this table to know that love to love, know that love more deeply, to digest it, to let it become part of who we are, to be fed and strengthened and encouraged, to love and serve with gladness and singleness of heart. And then we go out from this place and put that love into practice, Christ's hands and feet in the world, serving those in need, which is where we meet Christ and where we can grow in love of him. So for my money from start to finish, Old Testament to new, the scriptures tell this simple story. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Not to say that the Bible is free of challenge or confusion or even offense. But from start to finish, from the moment in Genesis when God spoke creation to be, into being and declared humankind to be very good, to the promise of the book of Revelation, when God promises a new heaven and earth, we can see that if it's not about love, it's not about God. And as those scriptures speak of that love, they invite us, they call us, they challenge us, they command us to consider how we can grow in that love. Hear Jesus this evening as he says to you, and as he says to me, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you. We will, with God's help.